This episode is brought to you by Communications Training for Coffee Teams, a new Mapper Forward workshop tailored to get your team communicating more confidently to improve general mental health as well as business profitability. Click the link in the show notes for further details. Welcome to the Daily Coffee Pro by Mapper Forward, friends. I'm your host, Lee Safar, and joining me for episode three of our five-part series is Lena Parker, my twin sister, who is uh, talking to us about energy security and the coffee industry. She's talking about energy security. I'm bringing the coffee industry part to the conversation. Our worlds are colliding for the first time. And so in this episode, well, let me frame it this way. In the first episode, we kind of talked about why we need to discuss this issue. And and this is something that the coffee industry is not really aware of. They're, They're not paying as much attention as we really need to, because as you mentioned, this is really quite a a time sensitive issue across every industry. Right, Lena? Mm. Yeah. Okay. And then in the, the second episode of this series, we started defining some terms that were necessary to understand how to dig deep into how we need to start framing the discussion if we want to get some real insight into it. One of those terms was electrification. Now, that's what I want to discuss in this episode, like the the nitty gritty of electrification. So to frame the discussion from the coffee supply chain perspective, and again, shout out to the human who helped me prepare for this and helped me understand some of the particular things that I wouldn't know uh, about this. Um, You know who you are, but the expertise um, of understanding the complexity of coffee as a as a complex agricultural product and and how this subject really really relates to that is is from this perspective um if you can take if you can imagine for a second lena the production of coffee in ethiopia right Mm -hmm. versus the production of coffee in brazil so brazil Mm -hmm. is the number one producing country of coffee in the world and they're uh the the landscape of the way that coffee is grown is very different to the landscape in Ethiopia and very different to the landscape in Colombia. Like it's all very different, right? They have different kind of weather and different altitudes and, and, and all that kind of stuff. So in a country like Ethiopia, coffee is uh, produced in communities. So there's a lot more manual labor that's involved in that. Coffee is picked by hand uh, the majority of time and the processing uh, is using perhaps mechanization but a a lot less uh, dependency on mechanization than in a country like Brazil. Now, in a country like Brazil, what you've got is the terrain that coffee is grown on and the kinds of coffee that are grown there. Because it's more in the commercial market, what happens is having to pay attention to the ripeness of cherries on the tree isn't as specialized as it is in the specialty coffee industry. So because all this commercial coffee is grown in Brazil, what they do is they have these um, kind of big ag equipment that goes in and just strips the trees of -hmm. their cherries regardless of the difference of ripeness on there. Mm -hmm. So here we have an example of a combustion engine Mm-hmm. that is using diesel or perhaps there's a hybrid model um, mm-hmm. of uh, with newer technology that is necessary mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. in order for the supply of coffee to be sustainable. There's that word again that we defined in the last episode. But in order for us to keep up with the, the production demand of that coffee, we have high dependency on mechanization, which is dependent on on diesel or other kinds of fuels. And then you take combustion again into the roastery and you have a combustion situation that's required to heat an element in order to heat up a roasting drum so that it can do the other hybrid model, which is powered by electricity, which sure we can grab from solar, uh, provided the conditions are right, but that doesn't work in countries that experience an extraordinary amount of day of nighttime in the winter months. Uh, across Europe predominantly and and parts of the Northern Hemisphere. So here we have a challenge whereby the t- the infrastructure, the roasting machines, the 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 like these business models are run on razor thin margins. If yeah. we're going to look at something like electrification, how does an industry start framing this conversation so that it becomes approachable? It's a great question and it, it, the coffee industry isn't unique here. If you take mm. mining, for example, um, and Australia is very heavy in mining, um, a lot of the uh, FM, uh, Fortescue Metals is a great example uh, where they have Fortescue Metals is, is a mining, is a mining, iron ore mining company mm-hmm. um, in Australia, publicly listed organisation, so all the information that I'm talking about is you can you can google it um why they're a great example is that they um they have electrified their fleet they're very 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 heavy um fleet so i mean big big ass assets here Mm-hmm. And and in doing that, they've also made them autonomous, which is just another um, interesting mm. aspect, right? And so they have had to they are they are bleeding edge in terms of uh, well, not so much well, they are bleeding edge, but also they are an organisation that is actively decided to put um, investment into how they electrify their vehicles through batteries, through hydrogen, through all of that kind of stuff. Um, and, and another aspect to remember is that their industry is very heavy in emissions and mm-hmm. so they have to find ways to actually decarbonise their processes really quickly and that was a good place to start. So it's it's not a unique, nothing of what we're talking about. I would be very surprised if there was a single process within the coffee supply chain that is unique to the coffee supply chain. Mm. The, the other thing to, to factor in, right, let's say so every every one of your, um, you know, the, each of the businesses that, um, that exist within the coffee industry are somewhere, right, mm-hmm. and, and that somewhere is a country that has to, if they haven't today, will need to, commit to net zero by mm-hmm. a certain time. Uh, but most countries have committed to net zero by 2050. So let's look at the investment cycles, right? These massive um, roasters or, or what did you call them, pickers? Yeah, oh, you know, let's say Let's say that they've got a useful life of 15 years, 
Mm-hmm. Is that about right? I have. Ten. Uh, well, for a roasting machine, you're looking at more like probably 10 years, but for these okay, picking so, machines, yeah. So let's say 10 years. That means that if you make a decision to buy a roasting machine in 2025, mm-hmm. right, you are carrying the emissions that that roaster has mm-hmm. for your country for the next 10 years. Okay. So if you're in Australia mm-hmm. and we're a country that has committed to a 43% reduction by 2030, the investment decisions that you're taking now are not going to help Australia get to that. Uh, if you're buying a, a, a non-electric asset, you're going to continue to be emitting um, well past 2030. So now it's a legislative issue. So now countries There's a are lot going- of this going on. So yeah. if you think about... Um, and there are car manufacturers now that are saying beyond 2035, we're not going to be making combustion engines. So they're um, aligning if, themselves with legislation. Right. So you get uh, organisations uh, who are looking at how do they electrify their light vehicles and their fleet because they know that this is the way that things are going and typically it's a five-year lease period that organisations mm-hmm. are taking and they're needing to reduce their own emissions um, and so, you know, the mega roasters in the world who are doing a lot of the um, the non-specialty, forgive me, I don't know the terms, but uh, whatever mm-hmm. the opposite of specialty is, I'll just call commercial. it non-specialty. Commercial. So these really massive commercial um, quantities that are being done, those organisations are um, have a social corporate social responsibility to, to, to commit to um, the sustainable objectives under... Uh, the emissions under the sustainable objectives. If they continue to buy, com- and this is an easy way, not an easy way, but it is low-hanging fruit for them to actually electrify these assets so that they're not tipping um, pollutants into the air. Now, if they do it for 10 years and then they do it for another 10-year cycle, then you're well and truly on your way to 2050 where they'll continue to do it. And 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 people within those communities, we're seeing it every single day. The the clients that I work with, the financiers that we work with that are, uh, are financing organisations and investors who are buying shares are actually looking, it, buying shares in, in companies are actually looking at uh, what the sustainability report and sustainability um, strategy, which we, you know, part of that is emissions, what they're doing to ensure that they're reducing their um, their um, pollute their emissions, emissions and yeah their emissions and and being a corporate a, a socially responsible organisation because no one you know not no one that's a blanket statement but but most people will are, are unlikely to to into if not now definitely into the future will be they will be unlikely to invest in someone who is highly heavily um, a high heavy emitter you know it's just the conversation has gone well past that and and there are frameworks and they're called scope one scope two and scope three emissions that are used to measure uh, what pe- how people are polluting and you know when you think of um, conferences like cop right mm-hmm. um, cop exists to broker the deals at a global level in order to bring down these emissions. Mm. And so when you have 
these massive commercial uh, scale coffee uh, organisations that will be working through this, they will have to participate. If they're not participating now uh, in finding, in developing strategies to reduce their emissions, they they will get there very soon, I imagine. In the next episode, because now we're at the point where this is going to start to become a fiscal issue. This is this is going to become something that, and why I raise this now is we are in a very very challenging time economically in the coffee industry with inflation pushing razor thin margins. Even like it, they're just evaporating, and what you're suggesting and what you've spoken about is this will make the production of coffee more expensive. I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily say that. Because, and I started off. I think one of the first um, things that I said in the first episode was, we look at ways to not only shore up energy supply, which can make it more expensive through investment, but it's how to be more efficient as well. So if you can bring down overall demand, right, uh, then you can absorb a lot of that investment. Okay. In the next episode, we're going to talk a lot around that subject in that relationship between uh, the transition. Let's put it this way. We're going to talk about energy transition and what that means for the coffee industry. Okay. Okay. Get ready, Alina. Peace, love and peanut butter, everybody. Have an amazing rest of your day. Bye. Thanks for tuning in, friends. There are two ways you can support this podcast. Firstly, become a paid member of our YouTube channel. Secondly, you can join our Patreon for as little as $3 a month. Both have options for exclusive ad-free content and early release content. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. The Daily Coffee Pro is produced by Map It Forward and the music you're listening to is called Run 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 off of my album Laundry After Midnight. To get older episodes of this podcast, as well as more information on Map It Forward, head to mapitforward.coffee. You can find links and more information in the show notes below.